Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Genesis 6, 11 through 22. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted their way on earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you were to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its breadth, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. Make a roof for the ark and finish it to a cubit above and set the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower, second, and third decks. For behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath of life under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds according to their kinds and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing to the ground according to its kind, two of every sort shall come into you shall come into you to keep them alive. Also take with you every sort of food that is eaten and store it up. It shall serve as food for you and them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. So we're we're continuing through Hebrews 11, which is often referred to as the Hall of Faith. And, you know, we're looking at these portraits of the these, uh, you know, biblical figures who exemplified faith, mm-hmm. uh, either with their whole life or at, at a point in their life. And, and so today it's obviously Noah. And, and I just love, you know, Hebrews is so poetically written. Yeah. It, it's just brilliant. But, uh, you know, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen in reverent fear constructed an ark for mm-hmm. the saving of his household. And uh, that word for saving soteria is you know the same word for the salvation right like soteriology is the study of salvation so yep uh you know the the salvation of his family w- was caught up in in this act of faith and obedience so what, what were your thoughts as you were reading and looking at the actual flood narrative itself well first to back up this passage is so cool because you know faith is one of those things that you know, we just get intuitively, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, faith is a concept that a a child can understand. Like Mm -hmm. you believe in God, right? You believe in Jesus, you trust Christ. Mm -hmm. There's something about it that, that can be explained to my six-year-old and he just gets, but then you can have a chapter like Hebrews 11 that shows you all of these various dimensions of faith and it adds so many layers to it. So you realize that this is simultaneously 
something very simple, yet mm -hmm. something that is incredibly profound and complex, not complex as in um, untenable or un unattainable to understand, but uh, just something really cool. Uh, and, and here we get some of the different dimensions of faith. Like what does faith look like uh, in the Bible? Well, with Noah here, I, I think the the big thought that comes to mind is, you know, Noah was tasked with a pretty tough situation. Yeah. So he, yeah. he's told like, all right, so uh, I'm unhappy with the fact that the world is evil. It's mm -hmm. filled with violence. Uh, it, it, the, the world is corrupt uh, for all flesh had corrupted their way on earth. And so therefore God determined to make an end to all flesh. I mean, that's, that's pretty serious stuff. I think sometimes we can think of the, the flood narrative and we can think, oh man, God's arbitrary or, uh, or he's harsh. But here we're seeing that the earth was filled with violence. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we can't overlook that. God would have been just to just wipe this thing off the face of the earth. But instead, he was kind and gracious to Noah. And he was kind and gracious in this weird way where he said, okay, now I want you to do something. Uh, I want you to be obedient by uh, building a big boat and getting a lot of animals and putting them on the boat and taking your family and riding out this flood that is going to be a picture of my wrath on mankind against evil. Um, as we're thinking about faith, the, the, the big thought here is, is that while faith is not work, uh, faith involves action. Mm -hmm. um, if we're thinking about faith and we have no category for a faith that works, mm -hmm. then I think we're probably missing a very crucial and important aspect of faith. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people talk about faith and repentance and they try to divide faith and repentance and and it's often said, and I think it's helpful to think of faith and repentance as two different sides of the same coin. Um, we we want to be careful to recognize that part of what it means to believe in God is to do what he tells us to do. Um, now, that's not going to be meritorious. We're not going to earn our salvation by doing uh, different things. But at a very simple level, uh, uh, Noah teaches us that it's appropriate for us to respond to God with reverent fear and because he's God and he tells us to do something, we do it. Yeah. Like, like that's a, that's a good thing and an honoring thing in a way that we indicate that we believe in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think people often view faith as an ideological principle right? and then religion as like a practical mm -hmm. exercise. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people, I think this is really popular now. And, and you know, I, I kind of think of musicians like Marcus Mumford and there, there's kind of a, a, a big movement of people who would say like, I'm a person of faith, meaning uh -huh. like, I, I believe in God in some form, but usually that's often accompli accompanied by this resistance to like organized religion uh -huh. and, and generally like a life that is pretty driven by just like hedonism. But you know, there's this ideological idea of like faith that accompanies it. I think what Hebrews 11 is really instructing is like, no, faith is not ideological. Faith is active. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I, it just makes me think uh, of James too. Like, what good is it to say if you have faith, but there's no, nothing working or coming out of your life to prove it? Like, right. you know, show me your faith apart from your works and I'll show you my faith 
by my works right. is what James says. And so I, you know, I, I think in the, the first example of Abel there, it's his faith is shown by his offering mm-hmm. being acceptable to the Lord. Enoch, you know, it really, all we know about him is that he walked with God, you know, and, and Noah, he, he heard the command of God. And, and I love how, you know, Genesis six ends. He did every word that the Lord commanded. And, and so, you know, I, I think it's, it's a, a good reminder to pursue obedience and, and to take obedience seriously because it is a fruit uh, that, that, you know, demonstrates that we are, you know, one with the Lord through faith. Amen. Sweet. Well, excited to keep going through Hebrews 11 and um, excited to jump in tomorrow. Until then, for Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.